good to talk to you again, Darcy. I'm sort of, I'm obviously at the front of the cab rank when when there's a problem because people phone, <laughs> people tend to phone me and not anyone else. You know, give, give me a bad name out there in the public. But initial perceptions about the silly season is. It's a, it's a really hard time for the rugby league community, let alone the public watching football, the players as well. When you come to the end of the season and uh, expectations are so high that, you know, we're going to grand final week and there's nothing untoward that's going to happen. But to have two stories come out about, the, you know, the Reese Walsh saga and, of course, the Melbourne Storm boys this morning just goes to show you that there's a lot of issues underlying players' football careers other than just playing on the football field and, and amongst around this COVID problem that we have. So, yeah, geez, the work never stops. You know, you'd hate to be a CEO of a, of a club at the moment, especially if your team's already been knocked out and, and trying to get through the, the rest of the year. Two clubs are ready in the limelight. You know, the, the question is how many more? before the season starts. I suppose, Tony, when you look at it, though, is it a is it a league-specific issue we've got here, or is it just they're really bad at hiding it, if you know what I mean? Are there other sports that have the same kind of issues, but they're, they're kept very secret? Is this just a, an obvious sport that happens to get themselves in the strife because they're not very subtle? You know, Darcy, jeez, um, I'm a lot older these days. I spend a lot more time thinking about the issues and the ramification that it has through our our communities you know you can you can try and hang your hat on rugby league if you want to but you know the issues are really around the mental aptitude and I guess the the way they look after players be it a club be it a, be it a national rugby a legal organisation or be it your agents or your whanau it doesn't matter whether it's rugby league it doesn't matter whether it's cycling uh, it doesn't matter whether it's rugby union the problems are across the board the breadth and width of mental issues within the, uh, the sporting landscape at the moment is only polarised in these instances when a 19 year old kid gets you know for me I thought it was a really I'll, I'll get hung for it, but I thought it, I thought it wasn't good. The kid's nineteen; he gets he gets scolded in front of the the public arena um, and made to apologise. When I guess you know the question has to be asked: How long has that been happening? What sort of problems does this kid have before he came to the Warriors? Uh, and and how has it amplified that problem as opposed to you know the support that should have been put behind him in the in the type of year that he had? And you know you look at Melbourne; they're a club that you think nothing ever goes wrong yet they've had a, a couple of instances over the last few years that have they've sort of left an unsavory taste in people's mouths but I think if you're trying to hang something on rugby league mate you're, you're doing it at your own peril I could name a, a number of sports where you know it's not cocaine that they're talking about or it's it's something else I, I think you need to think about it from a mental safety aspect of the of the athlete it's getting harder and harder to be an athlete these days given the the context of what they have to do 24-7, you know, and, and yes, you can use the cliche, you're a professional player, so so behave accordingly. You know, a 19-year-old that makes it has made it in the last six months. What has he done for the last 18 and a half years? That's the, the issue, and a lot can be said about that analogy if you t- if you take it into any of these issues. There's there's a support that needs to be around them. And I and to be honest, when I saw Reese come out and do that court it all in front of the, the TV the other day, I felt a little bit sorry for him. I thought nineteen in that public arena, like it was like a public whipping, you know. I just thought it was, you know, not the best form to, to be putting that on straight away. Yeah, but it's interesting though, Tony, because they've been lauded for the way they've confronted the issue head on straight away with a presser, not some delicately written release from some PR firm. They straight up fronted and went, This is our issue, now we're gonna move on. And they've been celebrated for that. So but you think that's that's wrong or, or or too heavy? You think something less should have happened? Let's let's have a look at it in the in the realities of what actually happened. Um, he's obviously out. He's had a big night. He's done some 
you know, recreational things that he shouldn't have done. And then no less than what was it, 12 hours later, he's rolled out and made to apologize. And, and we saw the mental state that the kid was in, you know, I'm taking the sport out of it. You know, let's, let's remove the, the Superman cape and have a look at a 19 year old kid in a vulnerable position made to front the media about all the stuff that he's done wrong. Yeah, oh, look, I get that everyone lords it. You know, you stand up and, and step up to the plate and own it. For me, you could own it a little bit better. I thought there might have been a little bit more time in between drinks before you made him step up and take that public whipping. And I would have thought that they would have had a lot more support around him. He's got a young family. He's also got player agents in his own whānau too that probably he needed to spend some time with to understand exactly the, the problem that he'd got himself into. And, you know, for me, it was... Uh, a club saying, you know, you come and own this straight away. This is about the Warriors. Let's remove the rugby league thing. This is about Reese Walsh. How's he mentally?